I think we're doing a Jet podcast. Welcome to Jets Rewind. I'm Marty Shupak in Valley Cottage. I'm joined by Ralph Sharega, who's up in, uh, I guess, Boston, Mass. Right, Ralph? Well, I'm in Belmont today, which is oh, close enough. Belmont, yeah. Belmont Mass. And yeah, I, I have three different homes up here. I just... <laughs> there you go. Ray Clifford, <laughs> Marysville, Ohio. Guys, this is the first time uh, we've been back together again. I sense. Yeah, how long has it been? It's been a while, but I, I just got to say one thing. We're going to get into Ralph has a trivia question, but I, in my um, position, what I do, I do a lot of traveling on the road, and I basically listen to usually two things, either business stations and podcasts or like jet stuff. And I want to tell you, since this whole Aaron Rodgers thing started, I cannot listen to anything on the radio anymore. <laughs> Ralph, I was telling Ray... Some of these guys in the radio, it got <laughs> to the point with Aaron Rodgers where they're trying to figure out the first playoff game at MetLife. Are they going to have it on a Saturday night? I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. It's just been incredible. You know, they have it in the, playoff, they have it in the AFC Championship game already. So we're going to get into it. But Ralph, how you doing? And I want to find out, Ray, how you doing? How you doing, Ralph? I am doing Great. It's been a long, a nice vacation from the podcast. So now uh, we're all very energetic. And, you know, this is our time of the year. Uh, it's yeah. the only time that, uh, you know, you really feel good about the Jets is uh, after the draft. Ray, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm, you know, I'm like Ralph. I'm, I'm not missing that we didn't do the podcast because it seemed like the only Jets news for the last month has been the Aaron Rodgers fiasco it's turning into and i didn't want to talk about that again and again so uh and nice weather so i'm i'm really enjoying this late winter yeah, i love global warming i'm a big fan <laughs> can't get enough of that in the yeah. winter. ralph ray's a huge huge hockey fan i know they just oh. fired the coach the other day columbus the columbus yeah. uh what's their name ralph all right. Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets. So, Who was their coach? Uh, Brad Larson. He was the assistant to Torts. Right. Yourself. Too bad they let Torts go. He's a lot of fun. I love Torts. <laughs> he was the best. <laughs> it yes. was like having you know, his press conferences reminded me of uh, Parcells in some way. I can never figure out why Johnny Goudreau went to that team. Uh, <laughs> Surprised us, too. <laughs> really strange. I thought the Islanders had a shot at him, but God, nobody goes to them. He didn't, right. it the, no, Philly didn't even make a play for him. That kind yeah. of shocked me. And um, and by the way, the uh, my Rangers are up 2-0, which I'm happy about. And a little congratulations got to go to Quinnipiac to win yeah. the NCAA college hockey title. And Especially my, the way they won it. Yeah, yeah. I guess they beat Minnesota. My BU Terry is lost in the uh, semifinals to Minnesota. but They haven't been the same since Herb Wakabayashi graduated. <laughs> anyway, Nobody we're here for the New York Jets. We bleed green on this show. So, Ralph, you have a uh, a, dra a draft trivia question? Yeah, right? yeah. It's like a two-parter. The first one, you can just throw out a number. Um, since the common draft started in 67, how many how many times do you think the Jets have drafted in the top five? Just throw, throw out a number because uh, that's just the pre What was the first year again? 67, yeah. Um, I'll say uh... – I'll say uh, five are we going to do it on uh, right now? I didn't hear you, Marty. What? Uh, yeah. I'll say five times. 
All right, Ray. Five times in the top five, really. Okay. I think they've done that in the last seven years. <laughs> well, I know they had the number six pick like for 10 times. It seemed like. so, yeah, they've had the number six, and I'm not even counting those. All right, Ray, what do you say? Just give At me a quick end. Then I'll give you the actual question. Uh, uh, let's go with a nice even uh, 14. <laughs> that's probably that's it. Ray got it. 14. Ray got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Great. Raise uh, the, the trivia. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, the actual question is, of those 14, one school, they drafted four out of one the same school. Can you name the four players and the school they came from? That I can't do, but uh, I, I'm just going to say it's either Alabama or Penn State. I'll say Alabama. No, you can't count Namath. He's He was before uh, the 67 draft. Oh, are we we're doing it all now? I'm going with USC. That's right. He raised got it right. Amazing. All right. So wow. between now and the end of the podcast, figure out the four God, players. Yeah. Well, I gotta we're gonna get right into Aaron Rodgers right now. But before we do, I have a thinking question. It's not really trivia, but think about it because I don't know what the final answer is. Um what NFL head coaches in the history have at one time or another wore a New York Jets or Titans uniform as a player? How many Jets players oh have become head coaches? I've come wow. up with three. Think about it, though. We'll that's think. that's quite a question. Yeah, it's I, more a Ralph question because you. Yeah. Got, no, 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 every, I didn't even right. exist when the Titans were right. Let, <laughs> let, let me just get into this right away. I had texted you guys an article by Brian Costello. I don't know if you had yeah yeah I saw it. I saw it. All right. So um, Aaron Rodgers, this thing has been going on, it seems like, for, for decades. But it seems to be that the sticking point, as we know, the Jets traded and they got a, 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 a second, second-round pick. And supposedly the trade is one of those picks plus, and the, this is with the sticking point, the 2024 the Jets want to make it a conditional first-round pick, and the Packers don't, okay? And that's according to Brian Costello of the New York Post. I want to know your feelings. My feelings is that I think this trade's going to go through, and I think the Jets are holding the cards. I, I That's my feeling after the article. Ralph, what's your feeling? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, for a while, I didn't, but then I realized that the Packers need to get this done uh, before or during the draft. Uh, I personally don't want them to get it done before. Or I want the Jets to get keep those two picks and let them work at 2024 and 2025, which I don't think the Packer fans would be very happy about. So I agree with you, and I think it will become conditional. I don't know if the Jets are asking for something back in 2025 if Rodgers only plays one year. I, he didn't mention anything about that in the article. I hope they do get something. Uh, but we'll see about that. Ray, what's your thoughts? Uh, I kind of go back and forth, but I do think it'll get done at this point. But um, but only if, like you say, it's conditional. If they don't, there's no way we can give up a first rounder next year. You know, if we don't know if he's going to play. I mean, they just, we, we aren't, especially because if he doesn't, then we're really hamstrung because we don't have a first rounder and we don't have a quarterback. But um, so th there's no way they can do that without a, it being a conditional pick. Um, and if he, you know, if he fulfills and get us 
I would imagine the the condition would be get us to a Super Bowl would be a first rounder, not even win it necessarily. Just get us there. If he does that, I guess people have to put up with the fact that he might not come back. But hey, you got a you got right. a great ride out of it. But I, uh, think, I think it'll be less than that, though. I I think it, I've heard like host a playoff game or make the yeah I think championship it game. Like yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I were the Packers, I would not go for the host of the playoff game because they could easily be a, a wild card team and get to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't, I, I don't think I would do that if I was the Packers. Right now, obviously, Ray, if they if they made a conditional and and the Jets make the Super Bowl, I can't believe we're talking about this. Like other Jets, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. But if, they, wow. if that happens, it's going to be a very, very uh, low pick. Right. So from right. the the uh, Packers and they're going to you know, say to Joe Douglas, Joe, you know, he's going to lead you to Super Bowl. It's almost like a second round pick. And how do you answer that, Ray? Um, you know, they might have to throw something else in there with it, um, which, you know, to me would be if they got us that, if he got us that far. And I know you say we can't, you know, believe we're talking about, it, but what we're talking about is conditional picks. So obviously those are, those are based on what ifs, not like the fans who are planning on a home playoff game. If you know when when will it be played, type of thing. Um, that's that's always part of it. So um, yeah, I mean the, the Packers would have a fair complaint there too. So I, I guess the condition would be we'd have to throw in something else with it. Ray, uh, sorry, Ralph, keeping your our GM hats on, and and what if. Uh... Joe Douglas said, uh, well, uh, we'll make it conditional. Oh, let's say Green Bay says, but we have to swap picks this year, 15 and 13. What would you do, Ralph? Uh, depending on, on a conditional, I, yeah, I, I'd be open to that. I don't think there's a big difference between 13 and 15. Right. Okay. And, Ray, do you think, uh, look, the draft is uh, like in six days. Uh, I happen to think everyone thinks it, it might have to happen on by day one. I don't think that. I think it might happen right up to day two when it starts. What's your yeah? Uh, the only reason it would happen on day one would have to happen on day one was if the first rounder was involved. Um, that's the only reason, and it's not gonna. So no, it doesn't have to happen by then. But it it should have. If it's gonna happen, it should happen either before the draft or early on in the second day before the second round picks kick in, mm -hmm. um, because then it then it really doesn't favor them at all. Uh, the Packers, I mean, if they hold out beyond the second round, um, then everything becomes next year, and uh, I don't think they want to do that for just the reason we said. If if he does, come unless they happen to love one of the players, the Jets pick in the. Uh... Second round, well, you could always it, make him. Yeah, if it's if it happens to be one of their guys, who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you guys see any scenario where, um, besides Corey Davis, if they like the player, that the Jets would deal a player? Um, and I'm thinking like something like Queen and Williams, or is just <laughs> Queen and Williams? That's out of the question. Out of the question. Way out of the question. <laughs> okay. 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 That's right. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not giving up him. I mean, name a different player, maybe. <laughs> maybe Quincy Williams. <laughs> no, Ray, would you do it for um, Queen and Williams and no draft picks? No. Okay. How about There's you? No way I'm giving up our defensive line. 
Quinn and Williams and no draft picks. Wow. <laughs> That's mm, you got two I'm, number twos. You love the draft, Ralph. Yeah. And uh, one of my, I have an idea about the number one pick, but. Uh, Okay. I, <laughs> I would say no off the top of my head. Okay. Right. Well, you know what? They got to pay him, though. So yeah. Yeah, maybe I would. Maybe I would. Right. Right. Okay. Um, you know, the whole Rogers thing, and, and maybe I was wrong. I kept saying to people that I thought it hurt them signing some free agents just because I think free agents look for, of course, number one is money. Uh, number two is like a stable coach and organization. Number three is a quarterback. But I seem to be in the minority. I just want to hear your opinions that if you, you think it hurt them as far as the free agents, Ralph. Well, I mean, you take Odell Beckham. I think if the Jets had matched, uh, he would have come here. If, uh, but, you know, he, he got a lot more money than Joe Douglas is ever going to give him at Baltimore. DeAndre Hopkins made it clear he didn't want to come to the Jets. I don't know if that's Rogers' thing or just the Jets' reputation in general, you know, for being basically the worst team in the league the last 12 years. Um, Tyreek Hill, same thing last year. Uh, Fletcher Cox said he was thinking of coming. He was close. I don't know what that means. I wouldn't have come if I was him. Uh, Calais Campbell, that one kind of – that was strange. I don't know. I, I, I think the Jets – are more interesting team than Atlanta. So I don't think Rodgers per se. I just think the the lack of uh, stability in general with the Jets and their reputation still is the problem. Right. How about you, Red? Do you think uh, the Rodgers ordeal hurt the free agent signings at all? I think it's more like what Ralph said, the Jets' reputation. But I think it also hurt them more on the offensive side, although uh, Campbell surprised me a little. Fletcher Cox, I'm not as surprised. I mean, man, you, you, your team just, you know, went to the Super Bowl, and wouldn't you rather try and follow up on that and try and go back there? But uh, I think the defensive side, the only hold, the only thing holding back is that uh, because I think a lot of guys would be excited to play in that defense, but the whole idea that if things go horribly wrong, this they're going to break up the band and they're going to be starting over and it could be a whole mess if it doesn't go well this year. So I think that might slow a few of them down. Right. Okay. Keeping with, this isn't just going to be on uh, Rogers, uh, Aaron Rogers. We're going to talk about the draft in, in a minute, but keeping with this, I don't want to spend a lot of time because uh, we, we all think it's going to go through and going back to the last time we were all together, we all didn't want it to go through. If you remember, we were against it, but. Well, that was before Carr. Correct. With another correct. Team. That yeah, was before yeah. that. So, but if, if this deal all of a sudden implodes for whatever reason, and whether it being that Rogers changes his mind or, or something else, uh, who do you think is going to be the starter of the Jets quarterback? And I'll just name a few names that actually Ralph named was it Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, or somebody else. Uh, Ralph, what do you think? I'm thinking probably my guess would be Ryan Tannehill. Uh, you know, they got one of their coaches here and uh, they're thinking of getting the center, Ben Jones. So I, and I know, I don't think Tennessee wants him. So that would be my guess. Uh, I don't know. What do you think they could get him for? A, uh, a, a high pick, a, a late pick, you know, fourth, fifth round pick, something maybe, like that. Maybe like 24 too. How about yeah. you, Clay? 
I I don't want anything to do with you know Lamar Jackson, not because he isn't talented, but I think it just raises a whole another issue of you know cost and players and all that stuff we're already going through. I I, I think Tannehill as well. I prefer him over Wentz, that's for sure. Um, Was Wentz can, that bad? Since he wasn't his first year or so, but his second year he was an MVP candidate before he broke his no, leg. No, I know that. I know that. Been the but, same, yeah. Yeah, but uh, since the injury, I know he hasn't looked the same. But were his stats that bad? You know, I just feel like a lot of teams have given him another shot, saying I can get him back to where he was, but it's it's never seemed to happen. Uh, and I he's mean, another guy. I'm not sure he can handle New York. I just don't. Yeah, know. that's true. I think that's, that's a big if with all these guys. Well, just uh, you know, when he was in Indianapolis, he had 27 TDs, seven interceptions. Uh, he threw for 3,500 yards. He mm-hmm. wasn't awful. Was that the year they lost that last game they were supposed to win? Yep. And he threw, I think, three picks against Jacksonville. I think okay, it was. Okay, all right. I could so be that, wrong, but yeah. That, that was it. He melted so, down in the biggest game. It's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick's year with the Jets where he melted yeah, down okay. in the uh... – So that, that, that's what did. I remember that. He was just awful. And then last year, um, he threw 11 TDs, nine interceptions, where he started, I guess, seven games for the Washington Commanders. He ended up going two and five. So, all right, let's. Uh, I'm, uh, he's uh, he's thirty years old. Of course, if they sign him, you'd hear all these things. How he's been with a quarterbacks coach, and he he changed this, that, and whatever, and he's back. Yeah. To old you know, you know, no, another name I thought of, but he's he's retired. I don't know if he retired injury wise or what, because he was pretty young. He's only thirty. It's Blake Bortles, because his best two years as a pro were under a Hackett. And uh, I was wondering if, if, if do you know if he retired because of injuries or what? Because he's. I don't know. Me. I know that's a great point though, too, Ralph. And uh, how old is he? Thirty. He's only thirty. Isn't that amazing? Very interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and he wasn't bad that year, though. I'll never forget. He he couldn't get that playoff against the Patriots. No, you know, but Cheetah, you know, to kill these guys just off of one game, I think it can be a mistake. Uh, but I don't know if Hackett left and then he went downhill. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Hackett was his magic guy. I don't know. When he was 23, I'm just looking it up now, he threw for 4,428 yards, 35 TDs, 18 interceptions. He looked like a rising star. He yeah. really did. He really yeah. did. It was amazing. The last day went down 23 TDs, 16, and so on. We're going to get to the draft in a second. I just want to bring up one thing I saw right before we came on the air. To me, it's very bothersome. Not so much the Jets, but it's kind of the age we live in. I just want your guys' opinion. It came over the wire. The NFL suspends Jameson Williams and others for violating games. Jameson Winston, you mean? Williams. Williams. Oh, Williams. Oh. Receiver for the Lions. So Ian Rappaport's reporting, Jameson Williams getting suspended for six games. Was that the guy from Alabama? Yep, and Ohio State. And oh, my really, gosh. Really, yeah. He's really good. He was hurt. Six games, that's like, you know, a little more than a, a third of the season. Uh, also, line safety, C.J. Moore suspended. Quintez Cephas suspended, another receiver. And a defensive end from the commander, Shaka Tony, 
Well, I don't know who he is, but the point I want your opinion, we, we discussed this a little before, is uh, with the receiver from Atlanta who was suspended. Ridley was his name. What was his name? Calvin yeah, Ridley, yeah. Yeah, but I, you can't listen to any sports radio in the New York area, go through five minutes before you hear a, a advertisement for FanDuel or Sports Kings, and they, I'll tell you, if you ever want to see very simple, easy to navigate websites on your phone, you go to these gambling sites. They make it so easy. I think this is just the start of a huge problem that's going to really filter down to uh, the colleges right now. And I just want to know your opinions about that. Ralph. Well, well I, but what is what are they what are they gambling on these guys? That's what I want to know. Well, that, that's what I thought. There, there's a little more info, that Marty. The guys, right. other than Jamison Williams, all got suspended indefinitely, meaning at least a year, because they bet on NFL games. Oh, geez. That's why Ridley got suspended. Were they games that they were in? I don't know on that. They didn't say that, but they just betting on an NFL game. That's what got Ridley suspended. I don't think he bet on any Falcon games. And then the Jamison Williams, he got suspended because he did his betting in an NFL facility. That's he didn't bet on NFL games. So he bet in an and that's he has to do it from home or from he can't be in an NFL facility and so that's what got him suspended. Let, let me just understand this: if if the if the Knicks are playing the Cavaliers, uh, he's allowed to bet on that game if he's in his apartment. Yep, but Apparently. if. If, if he's at the Lions training facility for OTAs, he can't bet on it? He Any NFL facility, my understanding is, it, whether it's the Lions or somewhere else that it's an NFL facility, he can't be placing bets okay. of any kind, I don't think. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we're very good friends. I've known Ralph since we were eight years old, but I'm under the impression that uh, – we're not really big gamblers. If we do anything, it's like recreational. I just want, Ray, your opinion and Ralph's, where do you think this holds for the future for professionals, athletes, and also college athletes? Do you see a big problem ahead? I mean, there's always that uh, threat of, you know, throwing games if you're involved. That's why, you know, they don't want them betting on their own sport. And they don't want that. They definitely don't want them betting on their own games um, or any game that, you know, could affect them, obviously. So they're just keeping the whole sport out of it. I think the only way to to really curb it, I don't know if they'll ever be able to do away with it, is to really, just like with these guys, come down hard on them. You got to and, and just make it something that they really feel. And they only feel one thing. Like you said earlier, their, their number one thing is money. So hit them hard in the wallet and that that's, that'll scare them more than anything. Right. These, these fines nowadays with how much they make, he got fined $50,000. Okay. Well, he's pulling that out of his wallet and going, here you go. You know, so. Ray, what about the college football scene with these kids? If they, they meet someone at a bar or let's say the, the, the uh, mob uh, plants a, uh, a good looking woman somewhere around his dorm. Do you see this being a problem in college? Um, I, you know, I don't know. The college has, the college is already a mess because of the NIL and everything, yeah, yeah, they have no control over. So uh, I don't know how, you know, they've got to, 
figure out how to get control on a lot of things in college. But, um, you know, I, I think that has been going on anyway. So, you know, they've okay. been doing different things. Ra Ralph, your opinion. Well, you know, it, yeah, it's hypocritical in the NFL. I mean, you know, they're promoting that stuff all the time on these, these game day, you know, Phil Sims and Boomer are doing, I don't know, they do FanDuel or DraftKings. Uh, it is hypocritical, but you know what? These guys just don't bet, don't drink and drive, don't carry unlicensed weapons. You got a great career. If you don't want to blow it, then don't do that. It's not that hard not to bet. I mean, uh, the, but there are guys who are going to do it, and if they get caught, they know what the uh, the consequences are. I really don't feel that badly uh, about them getting nailed, uh, but uh, it is hypocritical, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. The draft is in six days, and in the past, we've gone heavy duty in it, but we're not going to do it like that this year. Um, so uh, I just want you guys' idea, the first two rounds, let's assume – the Jets are only going to have one second-round pick. Could we all agree on that? Well, we can have fun picking two just in case, you know, because uh, – Okay. Maybe they flip-flop and they do the later one, so. Or or just the fact that we'll name – among between them all, we'll name probably the player that they pick, you know, from yeah. – uh, So, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I I have some thoughts on both Go ahead, picks. Ralph. So. Um, so, as far as – I am uh, the first-round pick – you know, you were saying, Marty, what what are the Jets look going to go for position-wise? And I think it's either going to be an offensive tackle or a defensive tackle. I think those, you know, they, they're the, – Sal and uh, Douglas are into the lines, and I think they need – they have needs there. Um, from what I see, offensive linemen, I would rate uh, the offensive tackles that, uh, that they might get a shot at. I'd rate uh, Broderick Jones first from what I've seen. Paris Johnson second, and actually, I don't even know if I I do Skaronsky third or the kid from Tennessee, Darnell. Uh, what's his last name? Um, right. Uh, so I I I think Broderick Jones he impressed me the most. Uh, uh, now, as far as the defensive line, if they go that way, I don't think it'll be interior, and I don't think there's a whole lot there. I, obviously, Jalen Carter is going to be gone. Uh, if he's not gone, it's he's, he'll be in jail because <laughs> because there's just no way that uh, he's he'll he'll last. There's a, there's not a whole lot that's worthy taking at that point, but there's one guy, Marty and and Ray, who I have fallen in love with watching film of this guy. A and defensive this, lineman. Defensive lineman. This kid from Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, I know. Kalijah, Kalijah Kansi, who. Yeah. There's an a, a extremely close resemblance to Aaron Donald and his size and his style and and the way and obviously the team he plays for yeah, <laughs> right. and he does he doesn't have to be Aaron Donald to be a star and uh, I think if they got him and put him next to Quinn and Williams I mean it would be a jailbreak every every down yeah he's undersized he's two eighty and they say but to me I think you know he wouldn't play on running plays. I think every play is a passing down in the NFL now. And uh, I think I would be willing to take to, I, you know, I think John Randall, when I see him, he's, I think the kid is talented. And uh, the only other guy that would be picked in there in the interior, our defense is Brian Brissy from uh, uh, Clemson. And I just think he's solid. I don't think he's anything special. So uh, I would go Broderick Jones or uh collegiate Kansi, uh as far as my first pick. Okay. Uh, Ray, 
Do you have any thoughts? Um, well, I agree. Uh, my first choice would be Jones out of Georgia or, but for me, I don't, you know, I want a offensive lineman, no matter, you know, whoever they think the best is, is available. I'm not sure Skaronsky will be available. I mean, I've seen different things that have him actually going as far down as the twenties with it, which I think is ridiculous. And Skaronsky might end up being better as a guard. Yeah, he looks the, he looks like a guard to me too. Yeah, uh, when I see him. So yeah. I like Broderick Jones. I, I would prefer him over Paris Johnson. Um, That's interesting. I, I, mean, things about Johnson, yeah. I just think that I he's think, good. But, he, I wouldn't yeah. mind getting him if we get stuck with him. Yeah, but I, I, I just he, he's another one of these guys that hasn't got a big resume, and that always makes me wonder. But from everything I've seen and read, uh, he he handles like the big fear with Becton was quick guys are around him and nothing flat and Paris Johnson with his length uh, and has really good footwork from, you know, everything I've seen and read. So I think he handles the speed rushers better than um, better than most at his size, but I still like something about Broderick Jones or something about him. I like very athletic. Yeah. yeah. He really in space. looks yeah. good. So that, that's who I would be hoping for first. Yeah, I would go either one, too. I think Skaransky, from what I've seen, I don't think it's a huge thing, but everyone, all the negative people talking about his arm length, arm which, length. I think that's overrated, to be honest. Yeah, with you. Which is like three quarters of an inch shorter than that. Right, which is, <laughs> you know, like they, they were talking about like Kenny Pickett's hands, you know? Yeah. And uh, I happen to like, I, it's to me it's a flip of the coin, but there's a couple of players we get to the second round I'm going to mention but um, Paris Johnson, this guy, not only is uh, he an excellent football player, I've read about this guy speaks like five different languages. Really? Which is, which is amazing, yeah. He's a very, very bright guy, and I like So him. if we have play a game in Germany, he'll come in <laughs> handy, huh? Well, Germany, yeah. Japan, yeah. Right. <laughs> Mexico. So, <laughs> so, so I would say either one. And now this is interesting because those three – uh, I think it's comparable to the year when they got uh, Becton with the four guys. Right. It's not as I don't think it's as strong, but I think it's it's interesting. It's fascinating how similar it is. The good news for the Jets is, you know, everybody, as we always say, they get quarterback crazy, where they're going to have like a, a three, four, five. Of them. Yeah, it's insane. It's the, insane. Yeah, yeah, the two uh, defensive players are going to go. Uh, you might have a. I think the receiver, Ray from Ohio State, I hear he keeps moving Jigba. up. Also, Ralph, the receiver from um, Boston College, Zay Flowers, yeah, moving up like crazy. So if that happens, one of these guys falls to the Jets, I would be very happy. I'm going to just – let me just start with the second round because there's a guy – I actually like him almost as good as Jones and Paris Johnson. He's a guard from – Florida called Osiris Torrens. I don't understand why they're not talking him up that much in the first round. This guy, I, I see him. I see him going in the first a lot more. So do why? I think this guy is underrated. He's nasty. He's yeah. good. He's fearless, and he's not going to be like a Mackay Becton, I think. And there's one oh. other player I want to mention too. Let me but, just say, Mario, I think he's going to be gone. I don't think the Jets would have a shot at him in the second round. Which is unbelievable, yeah. yeah. But when I see him, I see some of them rank him like uh, 65. I just don't understand. There's another, yeah, yeah. Go on. There's another guy like 
And again, I'm just naming two players I could see getting in the second round. Uh, I also like a couple of receivers, but I think the center from Arkansas, Ricky Stromberg, is very underrated. I've seen him go in the third or fourth round. This guy has started, I think it's something like 42 or 44 games in his career, and he's a good player. I like these two players, I'm just going to say, after the first round. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to uh, you, Ralph, that you go. Well, as far as the centers go, I think at least one or two of uh, Tipman or uh, Michael Schmidt is going to be there. And I, I like them both. I think they both look terrific. But does it bother you that Tittman is like 6'5"? What? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, he looks very agile to me. There are some centers who are tall uh, and who are very successful. Um, right. They both look really good. Uh, and I think one of them, I think they'll probably pick one of them. Um, the other position I, I think uh, – I think everyone's thinking about his linebacker for the Jets. And I think, I don't think there's a lot, there might not be a linebacker picked, an interior linebacker picked in the first round. If there is, it might be Simpson from uh, Trenton Simpson from Clemson. But there are some good guys. I love this kid from Arkansas, Drew Sanders. I don't know if he'll be there. It's going to be close. I would love to get him. And Marty, there's another guy. You Jack would Campbell, love Iowa. Well, Jack Jack Campbell of Iowa, he's he could be a late first to mid second round pick. Um, I like Sanders better, but here's a guy that you'll love, Marty. His name is Diane Henley. Diane Henley from Washington State. Washington State, I know him. Converted wide receiver. Yes. This guy gets, but he he has deep range for a linebacker covering guys. You know, and he's learning the position. And I think he's a very interesting prospect, especially since I know they like linebackers who are sort of almost hybrid. Right. Uh, so those are those three guys. I, I would be uh, I'd be happy with any one of them. Yeah. Okay. Linebacker. Let me ask you one thing, Ralph, and then we're going to get right to Ray, because I hear rumblings that. If there's a good tight end, they might go for a tight end. Do you see that happening at all? I mean, every one of the all these Jeff fans want a tight end. It's like they just they invested in that third round pick in him last year, and in Ruckert, he didn't play. We don't know what, how good he is. He played the last game against Miami. His blocking was was terrific. Uh, I I I'm not a, I'm not down on Conklin. I I like Conklin. I think with a quarterback who's not scatter armed. I think he could be really effective. Uzama, I think, is just another body. But uh, between Conklin and Ruckert, I'm happy to see how it goes this and, year, especially you, with Rodgers. And yeah. Boa. I don't hate your Boa. Right. Honest. That's true. I forgot about your Boa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Ray, what are your thoughts on some of the players? First um, round, second round. Yeah. I, I I think Njigba, if he's there, is one of them that I – if we have two second rounders, and Jigba in the second round, you know he's never going to be there, Ray. He's been sliding <laughs> because uh, he had such a non-year. Um, I don't think he'll be there, but uh, you know, is I, he just a slot guy, or can he play out he wide? He can. He, I don't think he could be an a number one outside, but he can be outside. He's a great route runner. He's got good hands. He's athletic. I, I, he reminds I, you a lot of Garrett Wilson in a lot of ways. They're about the same size? Uh, very similar. I think I have something here saying. I, I, I don't think he's going to get past the eh, Maybe uh, not. I mean, I don't know. I, you know yeah, I'm, we don't know. For I'm sure, just saying right. what I'm reading about guys. And uh, 
and they say late first, second rounder. And I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't think Brees Hall would be there, but you know, that's true. So, that's true. You know, right. but running just, back is just not a you know, it's a six deep. foot two hundred. Yeah, a little bit. So, sounds a little big. He looks a little thicker than uh, yeah. Wilson. Yeah, he uh, seems to be a build a yeah. little thicker, and he's not as athletic as as yeah. uh, Wilson, but he he yeah. is athletic and he has good hands and he's. Really good route runner. Do you think the Jets need a receiver? I mean, if they keep Corey Davis, not, not really. Um, that's yeah. why I say if we have two, the, the guy I like, the other guy I like that you guys didn't talk about, and he and he'd be a bit of a stretch, but he he's if you see a picture of him, he's built a lot like Sauce Gardner as a as a safety out of Boise, J.L. Skinner, and he's like six four, but he's a safety. He likes to play the run. He's He's pretty athletic. He would need some serious coaching, though, because uh, they say his he, he's his coverage skills aren't instinctual. So he's got to be more. He's got to be worked with a lot more. But he's one of those guys that can play in the box, can play back. He's he's long. He's like six four, right? Uh, decent speed. I, you know, I just I like what. Uh, who was a safety there that played at the end of the year that Adams. Know, yeah, I like Adams, but I don't, you know, I don't know if he's really I, I agree. I don't know for sure. But so yeah. this guy could be the kind of guy who's a little mix between a Jamal Adams with a little better coverage skills from you know, you know, I, I look I've looked so hard for safeties who are good center fielders. It seems like almost all the safeties now are box guys who love to hit. I mean, yeah. we have two of those already. Yeah. And it's hard, it's hard to find one of these, one of these guys. Uh, who, uh, if they uh, can, right. if they could hone his coverage skills, he's, I, I swear you look at it, you look at a picture of him, you're like that he has the build of sauce gardener. Right. Tall, lean. I'm sorry. You mentioned that. I was just going to mention two defensive players who I just happen to like. Um, and one of them, he, he didn't do well at the combine. He'll go in the first round, but he's dropping a little bit. Uh, he, he, you look at the film, this guy from Alabama, Brian Branch, the safety branch. He he's a terrific, uh, football player, especially yeah. in the open field. He never misses a tackle. And the other player I like, he missed a lot of last year, but he's, he's a, he's a salad Douglas type of player with his leadership. And, um, it's uh, this linebacker edge rusher, Nolan Smith from Georgia. Really explosive. He missed most of last year. Of course, they're not going to take the, any of these two guys, but I just want to mention they're two of my favorite players uh -huh. in the draft. Okay? And yeah, the Nolan Smith, you know, he's he's kind of on the light side. Um, I figure if if they if they if they still keep Huff, they don't you know they, they just don't need an edge rusher. It looks like they're going to keep Lawson, which I'm very happy about. They signed uh, Huff this morning. I sent you a did text. they? Oh, oh good. I missed that. I sent one. you both a text. Yeah, he signed. Good. And they I signed. Check my text. That's, oh, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, they, and they, I think Lawson's uh, going to stay in there. I think Lawson came on toward the end of the year. Can't overlook the fact that he's coming off yeah. of an Achilles. I think he's going to have a good year to the next year, a really now, good year. Thanks for reading your text, guys. Eight twenty. <laughs> I got the Costello text. Uh, no, pass rusher Bryce Huff signed his uh, restricted free agent tender, four point three million. So he's officially back. That wow. is awesome. restructure. Did they One of my favorite players. Yeah. I don't know. That I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I, I, I think they, I think they will if they haven't. But uh, yeah, 
I think if they restructure, then he's definitely. I mean, that, yeah, it's another thing about the Rogers thing that holds everything up is is you know how much money they have to work with. Uh, yeah. They have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, Listen, do you think? And I mentioned uh, getting back to the team. Do you think Sala and Douglas are on the clock right now with uh, Woody Johnson? Ray, what's your thoughts? Um. Yeah, a bit. I don't think it's a. I think it. You know how this season plays out is is going to decide that. I mean, if it's another disastrous year and they miss the playoffs because they didn't, uh, you know, because things didn't go well, I think you know it won't surprise me if one or both of them are gone. Um, I, I I can't see blaming Joe Douglas for th- what's gone on. I mean, his drafts for the most part have been very solid. I mean, I think it would be well, mistake. you get an argument from some Jeff fans about that. Ah, yeah, except, but, except for the first year, but I still think well, the first I year was a little I think that first year, Adam Gase had some of his fingerprints on it because he got Joe Douglas a job. I really believe that. I have no proof. Well, which draft are you talking about his first year? Because the first the first year he took over, that was actually McCagman's draft. draft. Yeah. Then his first year, his first pick was Beckton, which has yeah. been right. – uh, his second pick was Mims, which has been – That's well, the draft. That's, that's a bad, but 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 the next year it's the Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore. That's not looking good. Uh, right. So he he's got to answer for that too. Uh, last year obviously was a home run. But Ralph, uh, Ralph, that's fine. But then you have to give him credit for like Bryce Huff. Like I, look, that. I like Joe Douglas. I I would actually hate to see him get canned. I still I feel I just feel he knows what he's doing. Uh, you know, some of it is luck, uh, but. Uh, I would stick with him. You know, as far I, as, oh, yeah. I was just going to say that, yeah, I agree on Zach, but those are, those are 2020 hindsight misses. Nobody was ripping those picks at the time because they looked like the right pick. And Elijah Moore, I mean, I think, I think Cleveland got a, a steal on that in a lot of ways. I think he's going to, he's going to turn into what we thought he'd be. I, I, I think the, I think I think the jury should still be out on Elijah Moore. So I wouldn't say that was a horrid pick. But Zach and Becton, those are tough ones to overcome, both your first picks. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, listen, look, we're going to close this out. This has been a great show. Well, well Marty, I want you guys to answer my question. Uh... <laughs> I, was trying to, right, I, yeah, I was trying to close it out. Yeah, I want to know. I want to because that's the hardest question I've ever asked. Uh, I want it. The question is in the year 2025, which one of these three players is the best shot of being a Jet? Or I should oh. say the, the least worst shot Zach Wilson, Mims, or Beckton? Well, you I mean, 2025. Yeah, because I think next year Wilson might still be there. I don't know if either all of them are going to be there in 2023. All right, so say 2024 then. 2024. I would. That's tough. I would say. <laughs> I would say back then. I hate the guy. I'm just going. I mean, he looks great in the film, so I would just say that. Go ahead, Ray. What do you think? Uh, I think there's only one choice. Not that any of them are great, but I, I think it's Mims is the only one of. <laughs> because back then, until he makes it through a season, I can't believe he's gonna. I, I, I just gotta say, I, I've I've been pro Mims for the longest time. Mims stinks. <laughs> I don't care what I said. The guy stinks. Well, well, I, are you saying, Mar- are you saying, Marty, that Beckton will be there? 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I think it's actually going to be Wilson. So we we picked all three oh, of them. He has not thrown his last pass. I will bet you on that one for DraftKings. <laughs> Somehow uh, he'll end up on the field next year. It's just oh, there's no question he will. <laughs> he's done. He's done. Here's yeah. one more question for you, you guys. Marty. Didn't believe me when I told you Becton's done for the season that year. You both. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, you, 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 the cat oh. came back. He's back. Here's the question about Becton, Marty. If he has a Pro Bowl season this year, do you extend his contract? I trade him whatever I could get. I don't know. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Pro Bowl season. I don't want him. Yeah. No, I wouldn't trust him. This is, you know, this is a contract year. It's it's classic, you know. He yeah, he'll uh, do great and want you know top three money for a team. yeah. Hey, before we go, you never, uh, we never went through the guys. All right, Ray. Who are the four I mean, players I from? I don't know. Four, four players from the USC that were top five picks for the Jets in their history. Well, it was um, what was the offensive lineman? His name escapes me. Right now, I, the one from the '90s or that I can't remember, maybe it was '80s, that was the tackle. Yeah, and I never remember his name. I want right. to say Randy Thomas, but he ended up on Washington. And he wasn't from USC, but I I know that. Oh my Keyshawn, god, you, you guys are missing such obvious Keyshawn. ones. Keyshawn, Keyshawn, you're a Tucker. He who was that? Tucker, called? top five. Tucker, Vera Tucker. Oh, Sorry. Elijah Vera Tucker. No, no, he no, wasn't. No. no, he was like eleven or thirteen. Um. <laughs> Who was the tackle, Ralph? Um, the guy, his name, yeah. Marvin Powell. Marvin Powell. Yeah, that's, that's the hardest one. You're missing the two easiest ones. Really easier yeah. than Keyshawn? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I know who. Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, had to right, be was. a quarterback. And. Uh, Wait a minute. Was uh, what's his name the quarterback before him? This <laughs> no Number Sanchez was six. Five. Mark Sanchez. He was, a he was a five. He's the only he number five. five pick in the history of the team. Yeah. Wow, I thought wow. he was a six. I Incredible. Ruled him out early. Right. <laughs> We're going to close that. Any thoughts on my question? What? NFL head coaches at one time. Oh my God, that is so tough. I, yeah. New York, I came up with three: a New York Jets or New York Titans uniform as a player. Do you? And these are these are NFL head coaches. Head coaches. You want me to name the three that I? Got? I don't know. I almost, I almost feel like I want to think about this for a while. Uh. Well, we can't do that to the fans. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll come back to it next time. But I thought no. Walt Michaels was one. He played. He played for the Jets. 63, they put on a uniform. He was like an assistant. Oh, oh my God. That's, <laughs> that's, that's cheating. That's, 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 uh, that's, that's nasty. Uh, Frank Reich. Oh, okay. Right, Frank Reich. That's a good one. They're all one-year wonders, you notice. Yeah. Kevin O'Connell, the coach. Oh, of the God, that's right. Yeah. Did he actually get on the game? Did he get the on Jets? the field, or was he a practice squad guy? Um, He wore the uniform. That was the question. <laughs> <laughs> I wear the uniform. That okay, matter. I like I like those too. Yeah, those are good. There must be more. There are probably more. There's got to be some that actually played for the did, Jets. Did Bill Belichick ever play for the Jets? No, Bill Belichick, I think, played for he like played Wes, Wesley in college. He was like Ralph. Quickly in. 15, 20 seconds. What's the word up in New England about Bill Belichick, the direction of the Patriots? 
Uh, they're not happy. Uh, they're not happy at all. You know, he can't stand uh, Mac Jones, uh, and it's uh, it's amazing how how quickly the mighty fall after you know you'd figure he'd he'd have uh, the rest of his life, you know. But uh, boy, they turn on you quickly. It's amazing. Although I, you know, part of it is his fault because you know he if he had gotten along with Brady and, and, you know, sucked it up and kept him another couple of years, he probably would have won another Super Bowl. Um, and, uh, yeah. yeah. So, all right. With that, we're going to close it out for Ray Clifford, Ralph Schrager, Marty Shupak, and uh, Jets Rewind. Check out our website. We're going to start to add more stuff and enjoy the draft. And until next time. <laughs>